Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's go. Now, it's the rundown presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901 365 1472. Online at trippetagency.com. The rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 929 FM ESPN. First story. All right, Memphis wins the Kendrick Davis Invitational last night, 99-84. to uh, Kendrick Davis showed up, showed out for that one, as, uh, as I think you probably expected he would. Uh, nearly a triple-double for him last night. Let me go through the nuts and bolts of this. That's what my partner would want. Um, Kendrick Davis finishes with 25-11-7. and seven. Ooh-wee. Uh, DeAndre Williams, 13-6-5. Keontae Kennedy, 16 points. Chandler Lawson, 12. Jaden, 12. Um, this was never a doubt. Memphis was up 18 at the half. Uh, they did win. They did cover. I'm not sure what more you want out of this team, Jason. Uh, after, <laughs> after, the, uh, after the game, of course, Penny very much soaked up the 100th win. Uh, he, like, signed the hat, you know, um, that he got there in the postgame. Um, it's a great accomplishment. It is. It is. And, uh, you know, look, he, this is a guy, of course, we know, came in with no college coaching experience and, you know, in his fifth year has 100 wins with lots of games left to play. So you would definitely say this has been a success uh, for Penny Hardaway. There was a cool video uh, that Memphis put together yeah. that featured former players under Penny Hardaway and current and future, actually, uh, wishing him congratulations on the 100th Lester. Precious, uh, Alo, Mikey Williams, JJ Taylor, Carl Sharon Fant. Now, I'm, I'm a little worried for Carl. Because, uh, well, I, I wish I had the, the audio here, but, you know, Carl sounded as though he was, you know, forced to do this. Um, and so I just want to make sure everything's good there. Like, he was clearly, he was. Forced to do it? Like, like he was like, say this. <laughs> say this or else. <laughs> well, I mean, perhaps Carl's not used to these opportunities. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Okay, that's, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's probably the more likely outcome. Mm-hmm. But, hey, a little nervous. Hey, in the event that. So you're saying he sounded like Ron Burgundy or something? He's the way he's reading. Yeah, he or was like, like a, uh, he a was kidnapped like, Ron Burgundy. He, yeah, he sounded like he was definitely be- being kidnapped. He was like. Oh, I see. He was like, hello, 
This is Carl. Well, well, he don't. He doesn't. I mean, he knows Penny, but he doesn't know him. Know him no, like I'm some just of these saying, other guys. He was like, so there's. I want to congratulate you. Man, blink, you, blink. He blinked twice. He blinked twice, dog. I'm just saying, put the APB out just in case. Could be nothing. Could be something. Um, I'm kidding. I just noticed it, man. I just noticed the cadence of it, man. You know what I'm talking about. Just like me, look, you're, Carl. You're a natural, man. You're natural. Just say, Coach, congrats on the 100. Alo said, "Let's go get some more." Let's go get some more, Coach. We ain't done here yet. Um, who else was? Who else was? Mikey was in it. Mikey was in it. JJ Taylor was in it. You mentioned Precious. And, Precious uh, was Lester. in it. Lester was in it. Uh, no James. No Jalen Duran. Jalen Duran was playing last night and playing well. Playing well. Um, and then uh, no Jeremiah. Just not, those are the three. Everybody else left and transferred, so you really couldn't uh, ask for anybody. Like Madlock, that would have been nice to get Madlock up in there. You know, some former assistants. Uh, but again, I thought it was a cool touch. It was a very nice touch from some, from some former players to wish them congratulations. And uh, there should be many more of them, you know, going into the Houston game, right? You don't have that Houston game until February the 19th, so you should pick up three or four more here going into that one. So 21 and 5 feels about right to me going into that game. And if you are able to win it, now we're cooking. I mean, you could be talking about five, six seed perhaps for the University of Memphis. So you call that the Kendrick Davis Invitational is is Sunday's game against Tulsa, the Frank Haith? Ah, yes, it is. Invitational. We could probably do that all the way down the list with you know South Florida later on, all that stuff. The Tyler Harris Invitational. Uh, Tulsa is by far the worst team in the conference. Yes. So they it are. should continue, I would suspect, to be drama free for yeah. the Tigers through Sunday. You get essentially a week of downtime before you play a Tulane team that you owe, obviously, having lost to them by seven down there. That's at home where you've won, what, now 16th straight? That was the 16th straight home win for Memphis last night. Then you get Tyler down there, dangerous. But to your point about uh, what's before Houston, Temple here. We know Temple can be tough. You edge that one out. And then UCF at home before that first matchup away against Houston on the 19th. But so, but my point, some very winnable games here, and hopefully uh, every opportunity to keep this win streak going before you go into that, that Houston games. Oh, again, they're, in the AAC, we've seen Memphis, you know, to start the year, struggle with some of these opponents. But they do seem to be in a little bit of a different place now. We mentioned it. 6-2 and two yeah. is Penny's best record yeah. through eight games in conference play in five years as coach. Last year, remember at this point, they're four and four, still trying to dig themselves out of it. Still, hell, trying to figure out, you know, how, how do I need to fix this? To a point, I mean, he admitted this. You know, my bad start, my my decision. You know, putting in money at point guard start. That right. was all part. Of, you were four and four. You had to dig out of that. You're in a much better situation, six and two. Arguably the best he's been in since he's been here. Uh, hopefully, they run off a few more before you're going into Houston. And then, and then if you do, John, you can really be talking about improving on seating. I think Lenardi has got him ten. Want to say Palms got him around an eight right now, so a little bit higher. But if you put together a little win streak here, you could put yourself in a position where you are again, which was always the goal this season, playing for you know a higher seed than an eight or a nine, and you're facing a one in that second round. That's exactly you right. You could put yourself back in that position. Yeah, no, it's, it's totally, doable. Yeah, it's totally fair. Avoid the bad loss and uh, keep stacking up. You know. Solid wins, not 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 getting any of those bad losses. That's the one of the best things on Memphis's resume. Do that, and you go into Houston with a chance to maybe really improve your, uh, you know, your tournament your tournament resume. Yeah. So Memphis gets the win last night. They win. They cover. My goodness, what else could you ask? But he gets the 100th win. He also did uh, really quickly. He did address the Tyree Nichols situation. He was asked about that, and he basically said, you know, I'm all about love. 
uh, in my city. Um, and so he says, he said, my heart is big for the city. Um, and he's, you know, basically all about love for my city because this is where I'm from. I'm always about love. I'm always trying to do my part to ensure that we're better than we were. We're well aware of how our city needs to heal and grow. And I don't want to speak out of turn about anything, but my heart is big for the city. I want to be part of the blessing and the positivity of it moving forward. That's just where I am with the city. Everyone knows me. I love the city. I came back home to make a difference, and that's what I'm trying to do. So that is what he had to say. And I appreciate him saying anything about it. Um, and I think that's one of the unique things about having Penny as the as the basketball coach at Memphis is that, you know, it's it's a it's a university, it's a it's a it's a college, but it feels, you know, just like a school. Um, like a just like a like a local high school in a way. I don't mean that in a negative way. Just like Penny has opinions about this community that you know, somebody from out of here, out of town here would not have or be able to speak on. Um, so anyway, that's the latest. Memphis gets the win last night, uh, and they are, what, 17-5? Rolling here uh, as we roll. February is Penny's best month, by the way. Like, he is awesome in the month of February. It's still at 16-5. I want to check. Yeah. I'll check. 16-5, 16-2 oh, in college. 16-5. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. It'll be 17-5 after Sunday, and they play a bad Tulsa team. Yeah, we're getting into the month of February, which, again, is Penny's best month. So things are very much looking up for the Tigers. Next story. Hopefully they'll be looking up for the Grizzlies after tonight. They are back at it. Uh, losers of four in a row. It feels weird to say. It's the longest losing streak in two seasons. Uh, looking to close out this to this point. Winless five-game road trip with a victory tonight at Minnesota. Uh, the Timberwolves have won three of their last four. I'm not saying that to suggest they've got it figured out. They're still sitting at, what, 525 and 25, but they are coming off a 111-102 road win at New Orleans on Wednesday, a game in which Brandon Ingram returned in that one. Didn't matter too much to the Timberwolves, who got 37 from the homie Ant-Man, Anthony Edwards. We know there's a great respect, a mutual respect, uh, between Anthony Edwards and Ja Morant. There's no question about it. And... Of course, any time that you know, uh, the Timberwolves get a chance to play the Grizzlies, it seems like they've got those games circled. And why wouldn't they, having put them out last year? I think in much of the same way, uh, there's that frustration for the Grizzlies when they take on Golden State, right? The team that puts you out. Minnesota's certainly feeling it that way. Rudy Gobert is playing, by the way. He had a 17-12 and 12 against the New Orleans Pelicans, so I expect him to be out there tonight. And again, with no Steven Adams, makes that challenge certainly a little bit bigger. Uh, but one of the best rebounders in the league, obviously. But back to the you know the point that I was trying to make there with with Anthony saying there in the first hours that you know you can look at this as uh, you know oh what was us no Stephen Adams what are we going to do on offense or more is an opportunity and I think more than ever now is the time to get Jaron Jackson going again a lot of that whether you use Tillman whether you're using Brandon Clark like they did last game all that's fine and dandy but it seems like to me at this point again Santi and Jaron and what you could have in there, that there's an opportunity here, right, to try something new or at least to try to fortify a, a, a new way here of scoring, being efficient offensively. Again, you, you had it down enough last year that you were using Stephen. You were, you were going significant stretches without Stephen Adams down the stretch against Minnesota Timberwolves in the playoffs last year. So this is doable. You've got good enough players to overcome this. I know the you know, last segment was a bunch – about how you know how many sorry guys you got. Listen, this is still one of the best teams in the league, uh, one that has struggled on the road, and yes, against better Western Conference competition, uh, they've continued to do so. It's time for the Grizzlies to snap out of it. It's on Taylor Jenkins, uh, most more so than anyone else. This is your job as an NBA coach. When it goes south like these in the in the dog days, you got to pull out if you're a contender. Yep. So hopefully you salvage this road trip in any way that you can here, and the only way that you can by getting one of these five. Uh, and then you're back home. But Minnesota Timberwolves, 
Memphis Grizzlies tonight. That tip, isn't it a little funny? I want to make sure you have 6.30 tip, so pregame here on 92.9 FM ESPN at 6. Eric Hasseltine will be on the call at 6.30. Grizz, three-point favorites tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Desmond Bain listed as questionable with right knee soreness. We expect him to play. We expect him to play. Next story. All right, Jason, it's time for your daily update, the last update of the week uh, on your Chiefs-Bengals line. Okay. Because it's moved again. It is now up to Chiefs minus one and a half. Uh, of course, it has been all over the place. Opened at Chiefs plus th- uh, minus three. Came all the way back around to Bengals minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. And now it is back to Chiefs minus one and a half. All of this is predicated only on the health of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes said yesterday, I feel like I can still do a lot of things, but we'll see as we get closer and closer. We'll see during the game. You can't fully do exactly what it's going to be like in those moments of the game. All I can do is prepare myself the best way possible, and then when we get in the game, you hope adrenaline takes over and you can make those throws when you need to. So all of it clearly is based on professionals' feeling about how Patrick Mahomes is going to get around. This is is not predictive. This is only a number. Um, And just because a a professional better may be on Chiefs plus one – does not necessarily mean he'd be on Chiefs minus one and a half. Just to kind of get into the nitty gritty, and we'll talk to Uncle Phil. He'll join us uh, at one twenty-five. We'll get his thoughts All right. on uh, on this. But look, I I think this is an evenly matched game. Uh, can the can the Chiefs take advantage a little bit more of the Bengals' offensive line? I think they can. Uh, but Joe Burrow is a beast. Joe Burrow is you know a different a different breed. And, Thank uh, you for acknowledging that. There's, I can't hide from it. I can't, but so mm-hmm. is so is Patty. You know, so is Patty. This is a fi- number fifteen masterclass. There used to be this. Uh, there used to be this platform. I think it was called Masterclass, as a matter of fact, where you could like, you could buy these online classes from like Steph and Daniel Negreanu and poker and cooking and and teaching and things like that. Yeah. Like, this is a. This is going to be a. A lesson that you could be able, you might be able to buy for ninety nine ninety nine, that Mahomes is going to put on on Sunday. That's what I think. That's where I'm at with it. On one ankle, quote unquote. Also, I do leave room for your conspiracy theory that the Chiefs have been sandbagging the severity of this to kind of mess with the Bengals a little bit. Yeah. To kind of make the because he came in, take it happen. He was a favorite yet for sure, but we know, we know these NFL dudes are are not from here. They they heal and. and, and and recover. And but you can also make the case that he's on that pain shot in that second half and not feeling the thing either. I wouldn't accuse him of something like that. Well, I'm not, I'm not accusing him of anything. Bart Scott says you use the pain shot. Well, Bart Scott, and that he would be on one this week, and you got to take that early. You can't take two. And his point was that in the second half yeah. that he might be feeling that ankle more because of that. Could. Very true. Very possible. Uh, I, I, we can, we the don't players know. know, bro. We don't know how it'll play out. Um, but I do anticipate we're going to have a hell of of an AFC champ. I, I think they did the right thing. I think they put the games in the right order, right? Like they got Philly and San Francisco first, and then uh, and, and, and that'll be a good game. I think I don't think it'll be the classic, though, that Chiefs-Bengals will be. Real quick on the Eagles' side, over at some sharp books, mm-hmm. that number did touch three briefly for 10 minutes before getting bought back down. Wow. You really are. You watch the movement from minute to got minute. To. Huh? It's like day trade, bro. You got to know what's going and if on. If you do that, you'll get you'll get the edge you need. Well, I think I think you you know look if you're going to do this seriously, which I 
I like I'm not even trying to like toot my own like I I do it seriously. I try to like make it a profitable venture for myself. Like mm-hmm. you got to know which you know which way the wind is blowing a little bit. You know what does the quote unquote market think yeah, read about the room? Yeah, and that's they're not always right. By the way, the market thought the Buffalo Bills were six points better than the Cincinnati Bengals, which is crazy looking back. That was a that was a mispricing, and sometimes those do happen. Rarer than 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 not though, right? Like the market is especially in the NFL. You're not going to see the market be uh, wrong a whole hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just I, I kind of monitor these things. You got because you got to remember when you're betting in a market as liquid and as as sharp as the NFL. I mean, we're talking millions and millions and millions of dollars. They don't move these lines on little piddly bets, you know. Mm-hmm. Now again, sometimes those are injury influenced, but there's usually money that comes with those injury updates too. So we're talking millions of, of of dollars exchanging hands here to go from one to one and a half, or to, to put it better, to go from Chiefs plus two and a half to Chiefs minus one and a half. Yeah. I mean, think about how much handle they have taken to go from that, you know, and, and, and the other way around too, right? To open at Chiefs minus three to get to Bengals minus two and a half. So I'm sure they've gotten two way action all week on this, but it is going to close at Chiefs minus two. I think, and uh, and and we should have a classic on our hands. But you got to think about a three. Three is just insanely strong in an AFC, in, a, in a championship game. That's that's you have to blindly bet three plus three if you're getting them. You have to blindly bet it because we're talking about in most cases, unless there's a Cinderella story, but far and away the two best teams in that conference, which I think we're dealing with with Cincy and actually with Philadelphia, and and I think in both cases, I mean I, I can't make an argument that Buffalo was better than Cincy. Can you? No, Cincinnati was really. I consider them to be the two seed because they were going to beat Buffalo. Right, they were on the way to going up fourteen to three at home. I don't think Buffalo was going to win that game. So if if that game gets played, Cincinnati probably wins. So they're the two seed. So I think you got what you got the ones and the twos in the conference championship games. That's what it's all about. The NFL playoffs ain't designed for upsets, man. It's not the way it works. They're designed to get the two best teams in there pretty much every single year. Same as the NBA. NBA playoffs ain't designed for upsets. That's why they never happen. Almost one's eights, it'll happen. Anyway, uh, should be a fun, uh, should be a fun weekend. Chiefs right now laying minus one and a half, and then uh, the Philadelphia Eagles still at two and a half. Though again, juiced, painted towards the Eagles with like minus one twenty. Should be fun. Next story. All right, I'm gonna read this story. I'm a hard time not sounding frustrated. Uh, LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo were named captains yesterday of the two All-Star teams. Figured they would be as the leading vote-getters. The All-Star game, obviously, in Salt Lake City coming up. You know, LeBron James about to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for all-time leading scorer. Giannis also one of the best players in the league. That is not the point here. The point is that, and we came to this conclusion uh, weeks ago, that John Moran is not a starter in this game. The starters are going to be joining James from the West or uh, Zion Williamson, Nikola Jokic, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic. And Luka's day-to-day right now, I believe, with an ankle. So that's bare, That's worth monitoring. I suspect, though, because he last year was Ja and Steph, right? Luka did not yeah. start, right? So yes. I imagine uh, you know, this is going to mean a lot to him. Even if he's got feeling that ankle a little bit, he's going to be out there. The other East starters next to Giannis are Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell, the starters, obviously selected by a weighted voting process. That's 50% uh, fan vote and 25% each coming from media and from players. It's garbage. It is. Any 
all-star selection process, and I'm not just saying this because we're in Memphis, that does not have one of the main attractions, if not the biggest draw in the NBA right now, and Ja Morant out there as a starter is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I don't know what it is. Maybe you give it back to the media because I promise you it feels like the media, I know we have a few fools, and we've, we've singled them out when they've done it. What was the guy in, was it Chicago? That didn't want to give job. Yeah, it, he was he he but, went with like uh, Zion. But, I think. but my point is, you don't see that often because why? Media scared. You do that, you screw well, it up. It's public. It's public. You're going to get called out for it, and it it questions your credibility. And so I have to think, John, between the fans, right? Uh, uh, the the in this case, the fans, the media, and and the players, and we've seen players just throw anybody on there. That the ones that are going to be more the most responsible in terms of trying to select these guys is is the media, because again your credibility is on the line. You got to get back to getting the people the the people the folks want to see. I, I, again, you know I, we could make this about you know John ja not starting, but I think the the whole thing is that way. There there's something's got to be done. I, I'm I've never been more you know less interested in an All Star game in the process. You see whether now they've changed it to they're picking the players and doing the drafting right before the tip. Rather than doing it before, you know, a few days beforehand by video, all that. The thing has gotten so convoluted, so confusing. You can't remember how the damn thing selected anything more. Just simplify it, boil it back down, and do something where you get the the biggest attractions in the league back in there as stars. It's, I, I, I'm frustrated by how confusing and convoluted all this is. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you you get results like this. You know, I mean, I think fans deserve to be able to participate. I don't know if they should have fifty percent though. Is that what they have? Yes, some other way then. Yeah, like give them, you know, 25%. So we don't have a Wiggins in there like yeah. we did, what, last year? Yeah. Now, is there anybody in there this year who is, is you know, not deserving? No, but it's also not the most exciting team you can put out there. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it sounds like sour grapes from a Memphis guy. That yeah, John well, Morant's not in. It could, don't tell me that this the process. Re, the reason why is that this it, is a good process, though. I'm not listening to any argument that this is a good process. It's the worst all-star or selection process of any of them. I, I agree. I agree. And, uh, and and it it and it you know revolves around a weekend. It's lost. It's losing luster by the year. Well, like to me, like how do you not have Joel Embiid in the all-star as a starter? I mean, I, I I'm sorry because he finished because he was third. In the, I think the Eastern Front, Eastern Conference Front Court by fan voting, he missed it. Is that not like to me? That's that to me. That's on par with Ja. Like that's crazy. They're second. Stupid. They're second in the East. He's an MVP candidate. Right. They're second in the East. He's they're two and a half behind Boston. Like what are we talking about? I think the reason why you feel a certain way about it is because like Ja's not starting and he did a year ago. So it's like is this it 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 it's made to feel like a step back, even though it did a step back has not happened, right? Like. It's not as much the step back as the NBA uses him and his dunks as as part of the one of the faces now. Yeah, and he's not out there as a you know as a starter. It'd be as yeah, you know, as ridiculous as having you know your best guy is not out there. That's it's ridiculous to have you your faces of your league should be out there. Period. So if it's fan vote that cost him Embiid, it cost you a starting spot. Then lower that whatever it is. I don't have the formula that's going to work it, uh, but maybe it's upping the media to fifty and fans. I, Back down to 25. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll come back. Uncle Phil's going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him about the NFL the weekend ahead. He'll get, he's got a pick. He's got one pick this week for you, and uh, you're not going to want to miss it because it's going to win. It's going to hit, I'm telling you. So stick around. Okay. 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Final drive for championship. And the championship is here. There's no better place to wager on the football title tilt than Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best menu prop bets in the business. Plus, check out their special odds boosts and promotions at Superbook.com. With over three decades of odds-making experience in Las Vegas, there is no better place to wager than Superbook Sports. Win some money as one lucky team wins the championship. Download the Superbook Sports app today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gather from call 1-800-889-9788. Nine. All right, so there is a there is a an updated version of bracketology, is there not, Jason? Yeah, newest version. Uh, Lenardi out today. Jerry Palm over at CBS Sports also has a version out today, and a little bit of difference between the two, John. Okay, and what are we looking at? Well, as I explained earlier in the show, Lenardi has the Tigers as a ten seed. Um, so, and as the, one of the last four. No, not one of the last four in. How does he have a dis- his his wording? Last four buys. Right? Last four buys. Yes. Um, so off of the wall, which is last four in, but not very far off of it, and as a ten seed. Whereas Jerry Palm's got him as an eight, and much you know in much better position right now. Much better positioned. Now you know these things have a tendency have a little bit of you know range in what where, where you'll have a team between Palm, you know Lenardi, and some of the others. But that does seem like you know, quite a bit of discrepancy there for the for a Memphis team that's, you know, right now playing pretty well, six and two in conference. We talked about came through the non conference port of the portion of the schedule ten and three. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're if you think Memphis is an eight right now to the point that we were talking about, you gotta feel pretty good about the chances it could improve upon that. 
Whereas Lenardi's got him in a position where it almost seems like it's it's your back's a little bit more against the wall, less of a chance to get out of that eight nine game because he's got you for, so far back right now. Uh, but yeah, just interesting to see that the bracketologists, at least in their opinion, have Memphis in a couple of different spots here. Yeah, um, Mike DeCourcy has them as a nine playing Indiana. I I I mean, I will say this: I like them. I I love Memphis. Any chance I can get them as an underdog, it's very rare. I mean, I bet them uh, against UCF as an underdog. Unfortunately, that, that did not happen. Should have happened. Uh, they were, they were. What was the line? Three and a half against Cincinnati. They were three and a half point underdogs against Cincinnati. It's very rare that you can get Memphis as an underdog, especially in the conference. So I love to look to bet Memphis every chance I get. And when they, if and when they make the tournament, they should be dogs in every game they play. I mean, for a while. I mean, I. I mean, and honestly. I mean, every game they play, because if they're an eight seed and they make a run to, you know, the Sweet 16 or what have you, they'll be, you know, getting points in all those situations. I think Memphis is just a much, I think they function much better when they are in that role. Um, and that's what I like about this team is that they kind of embrace that. And I think, you know, you talk about toughness, um, talk about, you know, all the things that have defined Penny Hardaway teams with defense over the, you know, and again, they gave up, what, 80 something points last, last night, 84. So I know that's not <clears throat> where Penny wants it, but I mean again, they are this team is doing what they are supposed to do. They are beating the bad teams in the league, with the exception of Tulane. I mean that was there, and it was it was was that New Year's Eve or something, New mm-hmm. Year's Day. Mm-hmm. I mean it was a Definitely. weird one. You're allowed to have one of those a year, okay? Um, I don't see any reason. I, I don't see the I don't see this team losing to to any other team in the conference except Houston. I just don't. Um, I think they they have a good understanding of what each guy needs to do, and they're going to get healthier. And so, yeah, I, I I really like them. I think they're a team that, come tournament time, I'll be very much involved with. Um, and I and I and I've and I've said from the beginning, I think they can make a run here. You have a supernova guard with DeAndre, excuse me, with uh, Kendrick Davis, you know. Um, DeAndre Williams is as old as anybody in college basketball. So you have some ingredients. If you could just identify that third scorer, right, and, and, and maybe it's Keontae, maybe it is him, um, you know, this team can win two games in the tournament. It's not beyond the pale. Um, it's just, it, it just, to me, you really, you really, you know, I don't know, if you're a 10, you get a 2, right? If you're a 10 seed, you'd, all you have to do is beat a 7, and then you get it, and then you'd face the, the 2 seed in that region. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about this last year. Maybe if they were a 10 uh, instead of an 8 or a 9, mm-hmm. they were not, right? Mm-hmm. So if they had been a 10, maybe they are. Maybe they go through to the Sweet 16 because they gave Gonzaga all they wanted. That's what I'm talking about. If you're talking about advances to the second weekend, your seating is so important. Right. It's the key to it. I don't, and that's what this season was initially, you know, we talked about it, mm-hmm. getting out of that spot, giving yourself that better chance to advance. That's right. I mean, and and again, them being an eight right now would give you some some room, some hope and encouragement you that you can away, improve and get out of space, get yeah. out of that spot. Yep. You know, you run off the ones you're supposed to. If you did get a split with Houston, yep. you could see yourself getting out of that eight nine That's spot. Right. Don't drop any you're not supposed to. Yep. You know, with with that that ten feel, you know, it, it's more like it is the best you're going to do eight or nine. That said, you know, I, I think they're about where they're supposed to be. I probably lean more towards eight nine like DeCourcy and Palm have done right now than. Than ten because again ten and three through the non-conference you like that no bad losses and right now you got a team that's you know playing some pretty good basketball I'll be it you know and, and you wonder how much they're limited defensively 
with no Alo, who's so big on that side for them, right? And then no Malcolm to help you close out, you know, defensive possessions. Right now, their it's their offense is is actually metrically it's better than their defense is. So they're they're finding a way with what they have, right, to win. Right now, it's being more efficient offensively. And yes, John, you're giving up more points than you're used to, but you've in doing all of this, you found a nice little formula here that hopefully continues again and can get you out of this eight nine slot, which is like we what, what yep. the initial hope was this preseason for all of us, for Penny, for everybody. Yeah, but that was the plan. It'll change, but that's where Memphis is as we speak. We'll come back, but before we do that, let's say about shoot three sixty. If you've got somebody in the home that loves basketball and wants to get serious about it, improve their craft, get a membership. Out of Shoot 360, the technology that's there is the same technology that you're going to see lots of pros use, Steph, Clay, etc. They swear by it. The jumping, the, the jump shooting, the dribbling, the passing, all interactive drills. They'll love it. Get out there to Shoot 360 today. Back to my man Thad Young, Memphian. He is an investor in this technology. Why? Because he knows. Uh, this is the future, and you can have your kids, your niece, your nephew, Working on this same state-of-the-art technology, getting better, having fun. It's super interactive, a lot like a video game. When they go in that place, you will be, but your kids will be blown away as well. You're going to be happy because it's not costing you an arm and a leg to do it as well. they got a bunch of great membership packages, as John has told you, one to fit every budget. you just got to get out there and see it for yourself. It'll absolutely blow you away. It's the future of basketball training in Memphis. The future is now at Shoot360. Go see them out at 85 Market Center. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Drive in Kyrie. One of the best things about my childhood growing up was that I lived right around the corner from a Topps barbecue. It, it added value to the property, man. The distance between my house and Tops, I think I'm playing. Everybody should be want to be close to a Tops barbecue. Why? Because they got the best barbecue in town. And now they got the Fire Braised Chicken Sandwich. Go try it. You will thank us later. Whether you're in the mood for barbecue, nice twist on a chicken sandwich, brisket, smoked bologna sandwich, Fireman Burger, Toss Barbecue has something for everybody on the menu. Get out there today. And they'll cater your event from 12 people to 12,000. All you got to do is give them 48 hours notice and tops. And our girl Darnell's going to cook you up. You got the ribs, the pulled pork, the burgers, the brisket, that Fireman Burger. You'll absolutely love it. All you got to do is call Tops 667 Tops. Darnell will have it over there. 16 locations, as John has mentioned. You got breakfast now. Makes it, you can get to Tops even earlier in the morning. Try that hash brown. You're going to absolutely love it. Uh, that maple syrup infused waffle, real easy to eat on the way into work. Tops breakfast, I'm telling you, if you haven't had it, you're absolutely sleeping. Time to wake up and get with Tops their fire braised chicken sandwich, good as well. 
Try it all. It's all good at Todd's Barbecue. That's why I've been doing it 70 years and still smoking. Still smoking, my man, after all these years. Um, all right, a couple of things I wanted to run past you. We could not get Steve Wilkes on full-time with the Panthers. That is something that we could not do. And they're going to get a proven loser like Frank Reich. That's right. That's right. So Fred, Loser as a football coach. Yeah, great He was man. a winner as a backup. And a winner as a man, I would say. Didn't he beat cancer? Uh, if he did, yeah. I want to say that he did. Um, so he's a winner of a man. Why are you going to do that retread? Wilkes had him playing hard. Reich's, Reich's 40-33-1 as a head coach. 40-33-1. Um, yeah. Should have been better. Yeah, he should have he been better because a lot of that was luck, right? Well, I don't know if a lot of it was. He had luck, didn't he? Not for a lot. Who was Luck's coach then? The guy before him. Oh. How many years Luck play? Eight? Yeah. Seven, eight? He took over in 2018. So maybe that was one year with Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's and right. then he cycled through what he had. Phillip Rivers, uh, Wentz. Yep. And then. Cars. Uh, yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah. That was the next, the next <laughs> one in the line. Yes. Yeah, we'll and those were guys he invited on in and said, we're going to do better with them. Yeah. Anyway, good luck, Carolina. I think you've done better with Wilkes. They were yeah. playing hard for him. He, he had luck for one year. They were 10-6, and six, and they went to the divisional. Yeah, so 10 of the 40, to your point. Yeah, that's a big chunk. It is a chunk. And it has been bad, pretty much. I mean, he had one year. And he had the, the Philip Rivers year, right? In, Didn't the, they co- co- in the COVID year. They were yeah. right there, yeah. Yep. And that game was closer than people like to think. Mm-hmm. Um, Regardless, Jason, he's now with the Panthers, and Steve Wilkes is not. Well, it's ridiculous. But we might be able to get you D'Amico Ryan's if you're interested. Do you mean get me? Get it for all of America, fool. Get it for you too. D'Amico deserves a shot. Yes, it's uh, time. I'm because to be honest, I'm sick of. I'm sick. It's like what they used to do with Salah. You know, like when he was wasn't he with the Niners too? Yes. And they used to always pan the sideline when the defense was playing well. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that ish eating grin on the defensive coordinator's face no more. All right. So let's get him a head coaching job, and let's see what he's really all about. Uh, so it sounds like he he is um, the favorite in Houston, which is is odd. I just say watch your back. Oh yeah, we know how. Holly, Coley, and Lovey. You know what they'll do. I mean, doesn't it suck though that you know you get so few opportunities, and the right opportunities always jobs, suck. And then you get an opportunity like this, and yes, it's a there's a good chance you're not winning in one two years. And you're right, you know, you're right back out there. But but on your resume are, are these losses that this you know this franchise has pretty much set you up for. But then but then will another opportunity come around for for a black coach? It might exactly not. Right. So so you feel you you, you must take it. And so yeah. again, I, I wish him the best. And but I would more importantly say, Houston, give the man the time. Stop playing. You know, stop stop hiring these coaches to fire them essentially when you know they're being set up to lose with the way that things been. Yeah, no, it's it's a little bit of a paradox. Bill there. O'Brien ran it into the ground. They've hired a couple of black head coaches since that. You didn't give them any time to fix the dang thing. Yep. Bill one traded out Hopkins and everybody else. They were they, it was a decent outfit. Yep. Until he ran it into the ground. Well, yeah, exactly right. Hopefully they give uh, Ryan some time if he does indeed get the gift. They won't. Demico Ryan or Ryan's? I've always is it Ryan's? I think it's I think yeah. I think it's plural. Yeah, I think so too. Demico Ryan's. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a good player. I'll tell you what. Just as a like, if I were a fan of the 49ers, this is my opinion. I don't love the fact that my defensive coordinator is, like, interviewing for jobs. And this is true of, like, Dan Quinn, too. Dan Quinn was interviewing for jobs the week of a playoff game. I don't love that. Like, I wish there was a better system. 
to like allow the defensive coordinator like to focus or the or the OC in this you know whatever. Well, they shouldn't have to wait though because if they wait a lot of times, they make that pick beforehand before you get your shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean there's no perfect answer. Like you know how that goes. There's no perfect answer. You know they'll fall in love with a guy that they like, and you you're always you're behind yeah. the line. By the time you get in there, they've already made their but decision. But I mean, naturally, it takes away your focus of the game. You know, does it? Not? It has to. I mean, because you're flying out, you're or even I'm sure that they understand that that's got to be quick, John. Yeah, and maybe maybe it's more in, in this case for those guys. Zoom. How about just do the dang thing on Zoom? I'm sure they might do that now. Of course. Why? Why would you? Why would you fly uh, out because you away can. from preparations for your team? You'd knock that out on a Zoom. You, you you know we've picked that up since COVID, John. I hope so. We do things on Zoom now. Yes, we do. Job interviews, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I saw that. There you have it, man. D'Amico Ryan's is perhaps emerging as the candidate to take over uh, with the Texans. Good luck, my man. That defense is a far cry from what you're coaching right now. Well, they got to get a quarterback. You know, that's they got to get everything, bro. They got to get everything. They're, they don't have anything except running back down there. That's about all they got. And thanks to Lovey, the number two pick, not number one. <laughs> that's right, Lovey with one stone cold stunner on the way out, yeah. as he should. A beautiful thing. I was thinking about this yesterday, man. Like if you look at if you look at this playoff group of teams. What what's the common theme? Except for one, there's three of the four teams share the same thing. What is it? Uh, Michael Parsons said it's quarterbacks on rookie deals. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. And the truth is, is that in the NFL, it's hard to win without a quarterback, and it's hard to win with one. Like it's weird, but. When the quarterback is so good, like will be the case for Joe Burrow, when Jalen Hurts, and I don't know on Brock Purdy, I, I who knows, but especially on those two, like they're not going to be able to keep Devontae Smith. They're not going to be able to keep uh, at least AJ. They're going to have to make some choices, right? Joe Burrow, they're not going to have T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 